Do I have to stop running to cure shin splints? Well, that's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. Now, if you're listening to this episode, you probably have shin splints or you think you might have shin splints. Either way, I've made something for you that you might find really useful. It's the Shin Splints Masterclass for Runners. Now, this is a free web class where we do a deep dive into all of those things that help you understand the three most common conditions diagnosed as shin splints in runners, why doctors often tell you to stop running, and why you often don't have to quit running when you have shin splints, and what you can do to help you decide whether or not it's safe or too risky for you to actually run with shin splints when you're signed up for a race and you just really want to do the race. I'll explain more about it at the end of the episode, but if you want to get it, you can just go to docontherun.com slash shin splints. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Now, this is a great question that somebody sent to me actually as a comment on one of the YouTube videos. And this is somebody who is a new runner who said, I just started running. I started having shin splints. Some people told me I have to stop. Some people I don't. What do I have to do? Well, that's a great question. Obviously, if you started running, you're starting to develop some fitness and you're actually getting to the place where you can really just run consistently. That's the last thing you want to do is give up your running routine just because you have these aches in your shins that may or may not be a big problem. Now, here's a way to think about that. There are really three big things that we think of as shin splints. There's anterior shin splints, which is where you have inflammation uh, and irritation and muscle soreness, basically, in the tibialis anterior muscle that is the primary muscle that pulls your foot upward, like up toward your nose, like toes toward your nose or your foot toward your shin. Now, if you're running and you're running on a hilly course, Or if you started running and you were really deconditioned, you may just have a lot of soreness in the tibialis anterior, but it's kind of like the muscle soreness you get all over when you start any new exercise routine. Eventually, that'll just dissipate and go away. And in that respect, it can be self-limiting. It's not a problem. You don't have to stop running. But you might have something else. Maybe you have medial tibial stress syndrome. That's generally associated with some other things, some biomechanical forces that can be changed. Many people who get medial tibial stress syndrome, if they shorten their stride a little bit, if they're not landing as a heel striker quite so much, if you just increase the cadence or the the turnover rate, that can make a huge difference. And that might just go away just from something as simple as that. Running in old running shoes, of course, can also contribute to that medial tibial stress syndrome as well. What everybody really worries about, though, is that you might be developing a tibial stress fracture. Obviously, If you have a crack in your shin bone, that is not good. Now, you've got to really think about what caused it. So if you go through the master class thing that I put together on shin splints, we actually walk through all of these three different things in great detail so that you can tell the difference between those three based on your story or based on your own exam, then that really might make a big difference. But if a doctor diagnoses you with anterior tibial shin splints, you can probably just decrease your runs on the hills a little bit you can probably just back off a little bit and have it just dissipate rapidly. But if you uh, have one of those other two things like medial tibial stress syndrome or certainly a tibial stress fracture, you gotta be a lot more careful. You do not wanna run on a tibial stress fracture until it breaks, that would be bad. 
So it really depends on what the source of pain is. But the, the Shin Splints Masterclass I put together can really help you. It's free. You can go get it. Stockontherun.com slash Shin Splints, uh, and you can find it there. So hopefully that will help get you back on track and get back to running with a lot less pain in your shins. Now, if you're not sure if you have shin splints or you think you might have shin splints, if you want to learn more about the ways that you can tell the difference between shin splints and some other conditions that seem like shin splints, like a tibial stress fracture, sign up for the Shin Splints Masterclass, and that way you can make sure you're not making it worse. Now, this is a free web class where I go into a deep dive and explain to you all of the things that you really need to know when you're a runner and you have pain in your shins, like the three most common conditions diagnosed as shin splints in runners, why doctors tell you to stop running, and why you don't often have to quit running when you have shin splints. And if you wanna run a race, even if your shin hurts, I'm gonna help you learn how to decide whether it's safe or just too risky to show up on race day. So go check it out. It's the Shin Splints Masterclass for Runners. It's free and you can get it at DocOnTheRun.com slash Shin Splints. I'll see you in the training.